0: So your main gripe with Starfield is that you can't do it with the robot? It's kind of weird, man. Let's let's just get off the subject. Do you wanna start the <laughs> you wanna start the podcast, Matt? No. No? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so guys, welcome to the Level With Me podcast. I'm Level <laughs> Cap. This is you wanna introduce yourself? Nope. All this you baby. is Matimiel. We're super famous, crazy famous on YouTube. He's a famous Twitch streamer. We play video games all week. We make content, and today we're going to talk about lots of stuff, but probably mostly Starfield. I assume mm-hmm. that's been what you've been playing most, Matt.
1: It is. I th- so I some things I tell you, I tell you in confidence, and.
0: Oh yeah, I, think I can. You forget, cut, I think I can you can cut that. that out, Matt. I can yeah, cut okay. that out. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 Nobody has to know your secret mm. fetishes, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I looked it up. It's called the robosexual. Just in case is you were it? wondering. Yeah.
1: I didn't. Is that actually a thing?
0: I mean, according to Wikipedia.
1: <laughs> we're we're off to a really good start.
0: This well, is a good start. You know what I was thinking about is. It's Baldur's Gate. You can like bed most of the characters. In everyone. That. Yeah. yeah everyone. Everybody. If it's a bear yeah. man thing, whatever. I'm like, it's
1: a druid. Thank you very much. It's not actually a bear.
0: I mean, does that
1: who can transform into? No, there's a difference. But we'll continue.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's sort of a um, the gray area of bestiality. It is very right? gray.
1: <laughs> yes, very gray. Like, but it's a, it's like they. It's clearly a joke in there too. So whatever.
0: Okay, I did. I, I assumed they would joke with it. I'm like, there's is, no way joke, you're yes. hooking up with a druid in bear form without them making a joke.
1: Yeah, they do make a joke. I think there's like a, a squirrel that kind of like drops its nuts. on. The, well, you know what? I'm just making it worse. It's getting great. Yeah, don't worry about it.
0: Oh, yeah, man. So how many hours in the Starfield?
1: Uh, I think I'm at 30.
0: <sighs> man, yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Uh, the game just... Sucks the hours out of you, and then you're like, "I'm gonna take a break," and then it gets in your head, and then you're like, yep. "Oh man, it'd be really cool to like modify my spaceship with some new engines or add more cargo onto it." And then, what about that side quest? I forgot to do that side quest. I bet that's a cool side. And the side quests take they're forever. not bad. I mean, they go yeah, they're good. I think they're better than the main quest, to be honest. The main
1: the main story is honestly forgettable. Yes, I don't know how far you are, but
0: i'm far enough to kind of get the gist of it
1: which is like
0: go around collect a bunch of artifacts rinse repeat i'm like yeah and that's that's not even
1: really a spoiler that's that's just literally it and it does like expand upon it later and i won't go into spoilers because you know that's not not what we do here but yeah it really doesn't go anywhere but then you have side quests where it's like you're now in like a jurassic park theme sort of uh mission and then it transitions into now it's political now you're doing a heist it's all over the place. And it's cool. I've, I've really, really enjoyed the side quests.
0: Yeah. The side quest, I think that's the highlight of the game for me, for sure. It's just like, you get down these crazy side quests, and the variety of them is wild too. It's not just mm-hmm. like go kill ten rats, you know. Oh, my farm is overrun, you know. Like do the do the. Some of them are. Yeah, there actually is a farm overrun mission, but
1: yes, yes, there is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> most of, most of them are like really interesting. Did you? Uh, I did one where this isn't really spoiler, but it, you find like a, a legendary spaceship and. Like the the quest to get there, you're you're like I was in this intense shotgun fight in some facility. Then there's like a guy who sort of befriends you, and then he's like kind of your friend, but maybe not. And he's got clues. Oh yes, yes, I did. I did
1: do that mission. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah,
0: great mission, right? There's all, and then like yeah, there's booby traps. There's like a giant robot security force, and then like Mm -hmm. you get this awesome reward at the end of it that you're like, oh cool, like I guess. I'll just play the game with this now, and that was just a side quest, like an optional yep. side quest that you're on and
1: and it was a secret one too, where you had to like get a message from like off of a random guy uh and then it just starts it up,
0: mhm, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, right that's what happens you're like on some other quest and you find a a piece of paper with coordinates to like some yep. secret facility, and all of a sudden uh-huh. you're on a new quest, I'm like, uh-huh. It's very that part of the game is super, super impressive. There is some There's, jank. There's some I jank. I was gonna say the,
1: the game is not flawless.
0: No, I would say uh, it's it very is... far from flawless. I'm kind of baffled by some of the like ten out of tens and like even nine out of ten scores. Yeah, I'm, like, maybe
1: it's because like the further you get into it, the like the less the jank bothers you. You and... you
0: learn to get around the mm-hmm. the fact that the game doesn't teach you how to do most of the basic stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Like I watched a video today on how to use the the cutter properly. You, know, you have the, to aim down sight with it. Yeah. Well, it's not so that charges it, but then there's also different UI things that tell you difficult. There's like all this stuff in it. Wait, what? There's more to it? Yeah. And so there just isn't like the game at no point teaches you that you could do that. Like even at the start when you're going down like a dark cave. I'm like, what's the flashlight button? I know I have a it flashlight. Is,
1: it does tell you flashlight. Does it? Does it do that? Yeah, it? it does. Okay, But that could also just be a UI thing where it doesn't do it enough. It does like it do like to off to the and... side
0: or maybe you're distracted maybe. by something. Yeah, exactly. I always That's miss the, thing, the little the... cues that show up for so like half I. a second. I do, I do too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Even if it's in the front of my screen, I sometimes miss it. Yeah. You know, because I'm distracted by something else.
0: What do you think about the the amount of loading in the game? <laughs>
1: I so that's the big contentious point I think a lot of people are especially on the subreddit everyone's talking about the loading and the space travel and how it makes the world feel less immersive and organic because you're just like it's not you're not in space outside of the city you're in a in an instance and then you move to another instance mm-hmm. and I get that and I think they could have tweaked it slightly where if you fast traveled like it kind of goes to a bright white screen and then if that was the load and then you faded back for the grab, it would make it feel a little less clunky. But I don't really mind it too much um, because essentially you could argue like in Star Citizen, grab jumping or whatever it's called in the equivalent yeah. is essentially just a long loading screen to get from point to point. Yeah, It's just – I I, I got to admit, Star Citizen, it is very immersive. So I understand where they're coming from. Yeah. Um, But I'm not as I'm not bothered by it as much now that I've played longer and longer. I just it's just part of the game. You get you get used to it. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so I'm, I'm not too bothered, but I do get the criticisms.
0: I think if you get stuck into a good mission that isn't having you constantly move back and forth between locations, then it's less of an issue. Uh, some of the narrative missions are like, go talk to this guy. You're like, okay. And then he, you have your conversation. Then it's like, now go talk to this guy. And you're like, the main missions are
1: really bad with that. Yeah.
0: You spend like 20, 30 minutes in a row where you're like, I don't think I've played, I haven't played any game here. I'm just scrolling through text prompts and then queuing up my fast travel to get to the next place running for like 10 feet to like get to their office or something, Mm -hmm. having the conversation. Then he's like, now go talk to this guy. And you're like, Oh my God. Okay. Like, here we go. Like, can I shoot at something or like, can I, can I do something where I feel like I'm playing a video game here? And
1: there's missions where it's clear that they recognize that that pacing issue is, is, is a problem. Um, but I had I had one mission where they're like, "Okay, you've gotten the codes. Now go now go across town, stick them into the machine, and then come back." I'm like, "I really had to go do." That? I mean, I guess it's immersive, but it just seemed a little needless. But I think that's one thing I do like about the game is that they put so much effort into the environment and the world mm-hmm. that there's so much. To just see which is really fun yeah oh they actually did make a cool side area that you can stick in the code it's like that took effort and it's cool just to kind of go through the paces the pacing of it
0: and every corner you turn around the detail is just ridiculous The, the interiors of i never thought i would enjoy just going down into like all these different facilities you know it's like here's a here's a helium extraction site or something and you're mm-hmm. you're going into it and like the detail inside the facility is incredible you can interact with like everything there every little piece of paper pen wrench whatever it's all something and they also use it to tell the story of the facility too you know so like if you're in a weird bio lab that's like doing alien research or something like that or messing with little alien critters then there's like narrative elements to that in there versus like a mining lab versus a pirate hideout or something it mm-hmm. it's all really detailed and just like it adds that much more to to actually going everywhere and seeing everything i do think i i enjoy the cities less than i do the missions the cities turn into like maybe i'm spoiled from other games like cyberpunk or star citizen or something they like don't that.
1: really feel alive no they don't. No. But I also think that's be- also because the people don't really feel alive. No.
0: The dead eyes. The very dead, <laughs> dead eyes. This is this is my... Uh, it's this and the fast-traveling UI stuff that are, like, my two biggest gripes with the game is the zoom-in NPC conversations. Like...
1: What it literally just does this back and forth.
0: <laughs> I get that's it's like, like Bethesda's bread and butter and what they yeah, like. It
1: literally looks like Obsidian, like uh, like old school Elder Scrolls games. Yeah, it's just back and forth, just
0: and you like back and forth. man, we've played enough RPGs and single player games now where they can give you meaningful, interesting conversations without this like zoom in effect. And then the weird thing is, if you're in a three way conversation.
1: Oh, it's very and strange. the two
0: characters are talking to each other but they're both looking directly at you and you're like are you talking to you talking to me or it's, it's...
1: disjointed?"
0: <sighs> for the amount of dialogue in that game dear god they should have come up with a better system
1: <laughs> yeah and what does and i get why because there's so much dialogue right? Yeah. like so many people to talk to but what is incredible about baldur's gate 3 is that they've been able to i think they i don't know if they mocapped everything but the difference between the two titles is staggering in terms of the the believability of and the realism of all the characters. Yeah, um, like they're emoting a lot more in Baldur's Gate. They they don't just feel like they're just standing there and their head just moves. Mm-hmm. You know, um, another game that did this really well was uh, Horizon Zero uh, Horizon Forbidden West. One big critique okay. that the original game had was that everyone was super stiff and in the in the new game they're much more emotive oh yeah and it looks
0: incredible they have it looks amazing great character lighting it's like some of the best i think i've ever seen
1: oh it's it's yeah the graphics in that game are mind-blowing
0: it's funny they take criticism from their first title they make it great (laughs) in the next title and then a bethesda game is like hey your games are all janky and require lots of modding support before like they get good and they're like all right, but also
1: on top of that, I can't <laughs> even imagine the logistics of trying to coordinate that kind of uh, like that much mocap or whatever yeah. these companies are doing. Oh to yeah, be able to pull Baldur's that Gate set every... a standard
0: that I don't think anyone's going to be able to match.
1: Well, I think they'll be able to match, or yeah. hopefully they'll be able. To, I, I don't want for Baldur's Gate to be this one off for yeah, a while. For a while, hopefully they'll learn from it and they can take the take what Larian's done and and uh, use it for themselves. Yeah,
0: yeah. And to your point about the like the more emotive characters and stuff, there's there's this very weird thing about the character interactions in this where like I think it's due to the fact that they want you to progress through a, a, a starfield with all these different options. Like you can bring any crew member with you on your on your ship if you want to, but then mm-hmm. they like engage you in their life story in the middle of like a mission, and you're just that like
1: does get annoying. And you're yes. like.
0: This doesn't seem like... Th- I thought you were going to tell me something relevant to, like, the situation we're in or something. they just like... And then like nope. uh what's the cowboy guy? He's like uh, my Co Co. Yeah, he's just like, Oh man, my daughter lately and my you're like, like we're taking fire, dude. Yeah, I was in the middle of a, fr- we were the
1: ship was under attack and I hear Kara, his daughter, you know, like, Hey Dad, can I get a book? And I'm like, We we are under attack, please. <laughs> like like literally the ship is on fire. It's almost to about to explode, and they're having a conversation about how he she's gonna she wants a book. And Yeah it does take you out of those moments but yeah i i like the companion system is fine i i do have my complaints but i think the characters are at least somewhat interesting Mm -hmm. they're not my favorite companions out of these an rpg system though i've
0: no they're not particularly memorable and i i feel guilty in the game because i get so bored with the dialogue trees that go on and on and on and on sometimes
1: they are very talkative they
0: man they love to yammer and i'm like once i get to the point where it's like pull out your gun and shoot the guy i'm like let's just get this over with man i can't <laughs> and then yeah. and then the ai people are like wow that seemed a little like brutal or something and i'm like you play this game all right like the mm-hmm. guy was yammering for 5 minutes they are minutes.
1: very they're very long-winded it feels like they
0: it's turning me well, into a space sociopath, man. I'm like, I can't listen to, I can't listen to another word out of this guy's mouth. I'm just gonna blow him away.
1: Yeah, and like, I don't mind too much. It, it feels, cause on the one hand, they they talk a lot, but there's also not a lot of substance behind it. But yeah. it's, it's got to be so difficult to try and flesh out a world that is this large. And I think one trick going to your previous point about it can it can be a little slow at times because there is so much dialogue and you just want to shoot at something you want to you want know, you want to engage in the gameplay but it kind of can feel like you are moving from um amusement park to amusement park sure where it's like oh you get kind of a taste of the politics of this area but not too much cuz that would get boring right and then it kind of shuffles you along to the next cool moment in uh, so, I kind of felt like I was on a little bit of a ride if that makes any sense in some of these quests. Yeah, but I didn't I didn't not like it because of that. But I did feel like I was more of a on an amusement ride than I was like fully immersed in the story if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. And I think when you compare it to other games, and I, I've been thinking about like the Jedi uh, Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor games, which are kind of relatable in the sense that you get on a spaceship, you fly to a different planet, you land on the planet. You have character interactions with people, you you explore this very diverse and interesting and in, intricately created world, and then you get back on your spaceship and you go to a different planet. And just like thinking about the way those games handle character interactions, there'll be like extended parkour sequences or exploration sequences where you're chatting to another character that's with you. So you're playing mm-hmm. the game and having this meaningful conversation, which I just enjoy so much more. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't have to stop playing the game. I don't have to hit the little pause button and then listen to this dude try and, like, make me feel about him and his daughter's relationship. Make me feel, th- make me feel well, things. It, it's very contrived, right? Like, mm-hmm. the characters are like, hey, by the way, when you got a minute, and then they're like, L- now let me tell you this heartfelt story about when I was a child. And you're like, this is just like you're trying. It's too – if you want to make me feel for the character – Make it subtle, you know? Like, work it into the gameplay as we it go through. It would be through.
1: nice. But there's also times when, like, you're in the middle of a mission and you're like, I don't, I can't, I can't pay attention. I have a really hard time in action to um, focus on a boss battle and also focus on the dialogue. Yeah. And so when I'm streaming and my chat's like, why are you not doing the thing it's telling you to do? I'm like, because I, 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 I have to turn down the radio when I'm driving, uh, when it gets hectic, right? Like, I can't yeah. focus on too many things. And so, if there's a lot of action and then there's a lot of like exposition going on in the background, I completely miss out on it. And that's they fair. May, yeah, I'm one of the dumb ones, I guess. So,
0: no, I think I don't like it so much. If there's a lot of action and they're trying to communicate stuff, then it sucks. But if it's like more of a hey, you're going down this path, you're, and you're traver- kind of you're yeah, you're yeah, looking for the next yeah. ledge or the next way through, then that's like usually a good spot. To, and there's a decent amount of that in Starfield where you're like need to scan a bunch of stuff or like you're walking towards those temples in the distance, you know, like Mm -hmm. that really fun gameplay loop.
1: (laughs) Speaking of how do you like the planets?
0: Um, I think they're fine. They're not impressive. They're fine. Right. Like, would
1: you have rather have had 100 planets that were maybe a little bit nicer? And, um, for sure. Uh, yeah,
0: I think everybody would, how many people are going to hit all 1000 planets? Like, yeah, five percent of the player base less I mean, most people would rather just put their 40 it's to cool 100 hours because it into makes because
1: when you go to these different solar systems and there's all these planets it's like oh that's awesome but i man if they were just better detailed and then each planet just had more things to do on it that were that were more interesting i think that i i, per- I would have preferred that not that i'm not enjoying it but mm-hmm. it does it's like yep it's this is kind of the same thing I saw on the other planet. And that's true for this galaxy. Like most things are going to be barren. But even on planets that do have flora and fauna, it you you do notice a lot. And it's it's very, it just feels very static.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of got the no man's sky effect going there with the planet Absolutely. generation. And then you find a random base, which are all very close to you in proximity, which is kind of comical. And it And it sort of gives you this weird, small-scale feeling. And then you'll get to the base, and it'll be kind of uninteresting. Like, you'll fight through a bunch of guys. Well, the
1: first couple is fine, but then you start to notice, oh, this layout again. Yeah. Oh, 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 okay, I've been here before, but just on a different planet. So I stopped
0: going to the extra locations because I don't find them very interesting. Yeah.
1: It may just be only for if you're doing, like, side missions to level up or uh, get legendary items or something. Because apparently you can farm for legendaries. I don't know how, but that's what people are telling me.
0: That makes sense. And you do, you need to get a certain amount of kills or do a certain amount of walking or whatever Mm -hmm. to level up your skills. I do like the skill trees in the game. They're they're fun for the most part.
1: It is slow, though. I was surprised by how slow it is to level up and kind of get going.
0: Yeah, and I couldn't figure out for the longest time where the lock picking skill was. <laughs>
1: I missed yeah, I missed security it. for some reason. Yeah. It's, it's with all it's with all the ship stuff. It's like what? I
0: know. I would think it would be right next to looting, but stuff is all you would mixed think so. Up, and so I was like, how do you pick expert level locks? That's driving me crazy, man. But yep. yeah, and then to get more crew, it's like one of the last skills for like commanding or something like that.
1: Well, you can get more crew by building a bigger ship. Like there's certain ships that can give you more crew size. And then I believe there's also that brick okay. tree too.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you think yeah. about the shipbuilder? Have you done it? It's really cool. Yeah.
1: I, I think it's awesome. I, I really like it. It's it's not the it's a little unintuitive to begin with and it can be very clunky to get things sure. to like connect up. But I can't wait to. Get... Apparently, it's level gated, so you will just not straight see. So there's different ways. Oh, there's... that
0: makes sense because I was mm-hmm. seeing some of those crazy ships. I'm like, I don't have those engines or like, right, or whatever.
1: So there's different star different starports will have different items or different um, engines and cockpits, mm-hmm. but then I believe. I've been hearing online that it's either level gated or it's based off of your piloting skill in one of the skill trees. So if you can pilot, if you get all the way down to like the C class ships, that will either unlock more or it could just be your straight level. And then you'll just see so many more options to customize your, your ship.
0: Okay, it's, so it's, it's skill gated or level gated?
1: I think it's level gated. Okay. Um, but don't quote me. That, Regardless, you have to put a lot of effort and time into yeah. just playing the game because getting to that C-class is going to take a long time I, and a lot of money.
0: I wish the ship gameplay was had more depth to it because yeah. the ship yeah. builder is yeah. really cool. And I'm like, it's really cool. I, want, I want to have a big crew and I want them to have their stations and I want a big cargo bay and I want an engineering mm-hmm. bay and I want to play around with different weapons and all this stuff. And then you like get out to a ship combat mission. It's like, yeah, just shoot at that guy. All right, he's dead. Yep. Good job. Oh, oh you're hurt. Took
1: out shields. Hit, okay, hit, now take out that. Yeah. Okay, good. Your your ship now is you damaged. A- hit
0: the hit the repair button and you're like, okay, that's it.
1: You can lock on. There is a like slow down lock on VAT system. Yeah. So if you wanted to target their engine, you can take out their engines and then board them, which is really cool. Yeah. But other than that, it it does get, yeah. Yeah. A little-
0: little it would be nice if they had put as much time into the ship combat versus say the the fps combat because at least the guns in the fps version well i don't think it's like it's pretty clunky but nonetheless the weapons offer different ways to engage your targets right you have Mm -hmm. all these different options and you can you can try and stealth your way in you can try and snipe them you can go crazy with a shotgun you can put down a mine and lure them in close like you have options. And then ships are more like, do you want to shoot them with your lasers or your bullets? <laughs> yeah. And you're yep. like, okay. Or missiles, I guess. But yeah.
1: How do you feel about the the difficulty? What difficulty are you playing on?
0: Um, uh, I think normal. What I didn't normal? change okay. I went,
1: it. I went with hard. Okay. I found... So... <laughs> There are some, it could just be I'm bad and I don't have good weapons, but there are times where I'm cruising through, you know, one-shot headshotting with a sniper, and then I'll go against a level 15 when I'm level, like, 25. So it's 10 levels lower than me, and it's taking, like, mag after mag after mag to take this thing down, Mm -hmm. and there are some enemies where I'm like, just die, like, this is just too, this is just too much. Like, this is ridiculous.
0: There's, I don't want to do a spoiler, but there is a mission on New Atlantis where you have to engage, it's part of the main campaign, uh, where you have to engage a very powerful foe at one point. Uh And I wasn't sure if I had to kill the foe or run away. They were just so strong. And I'm like, I pretty much just dumped everything I have into them.
1: I know what you're referring to. Yes.
0: And it was unclear what the way forward was until I just ran and then the mission kind of like ended and I was, there's, there's weird moments in the game where sometimes the gameplay feels awesome where you shoot an explosive barrel and this dude goes flying over a railing and you're like, that was awesome. Mm -hmm. And then other times where you're just like, uh, I just shot this dude point blank with a double barrel shotgun and he just like, he didn't flinch at all. Yeah. Yep. And then just turned and like shot me. And it's really weird because then you'll shoot them with like a little, a tiny pistol or like an SMG. And they'll flinch like crazy and get knocked back. And you're like, so they flinch when I shoot them with the tiny bullet, but like a double barrel to the face. And they're just like, what was that? Let me shoot I'm guessing you.
1: they just don't want you to be able to stun them constantly with the with the rounds would be... Uh, but I've yeah. also and the AI in general. Sometimes the AI is great, mm-hmm. and they have really good animations, like you said, where they'll like fly across after you shoot a barrel. And other times, or or the, and then and other times I have it where I a guy was sitting, I shot him in the back of the head, and he just slumped, which was kind of was like, damn, that's kind of morbid. He just died on his post oh, yeah. while he was he was like a scout. And then other times you'll there'll be like a huge firefight. You'll round the corner, and there's just two dudes sitting in a chair watching TV, and you're like, what the. <laughs> You <laughs> didn't hear like 2 feet away yeah. and then they go like, "Oh, hey, what are you doing?" And it's like, Ew. Yeah. <sighs> uh-huh.
0: Yeah. The
1: the AI is all over the place.
0: Which is not a good quality in a game where the AI are your main enemy, right? They're right. the main challenge that you have to get past and you're like, "All right, uh the when the challenge becomes how much bullet spongy health they have, it it just turns into one of those games. Where yes. you're not finding the fun, cool combat or the the enemies that are outsmarting you. And that's the challenge. It's they didn't flank you. And you're like, oh, man, good flank. You got me. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, OK, uh, do I have enough bullets and health packs to make it through that giant bullet sponge robot over there or something?
1: Yeah. And I don't need the the, like. I get it's an RPG, so I don't need the I don't need the combat to be incredibly involved. Yeah. Because what's fun is finding that really cool weapon and then having you know attachments on it that make it even Mm -hmm. better. And that's that's where you get the power, right? It's not necessarily your skill, and you're you're not playing Doom and you know swapping between weapons to counter them. It's it's not that type of game.
0: It's not that type of game.
1: But there are times where it is. It's lacking, and it it just kind of. takes you out of it a bit
0: well is this um has bethesda well i mean yeah this is it is an rpg but because they took the space theme and then the shooter theme and put it in there i think there's a lot of i would say fair expectations from the title and i think those are kind of at the forefront of a lot of the criticisms for the game too which is it's a space game But I don't get to do the stuff that I like to do in space games, which would be like piloting a ship, for Mm -hmm. example, flying the ship over the planet. There's I see a lot of people that are really upset that they can't do that. They can't use the ship to explore. It's just a cutscene of it landing and taking off. And then the space combat is, as we discussed, very, very basic, where it just Mm -hmm. doesn't feel like there's a lot of nuance to it. Even though they let you switch power between systems, there isn't really much gameplay there. So, uh, and the
1: power switching is like, you're getting shot and you're like, I'm trying to switch to engines. And then there's, it's, it's a little weird.
0: Yeah. And it's got some sort of like semblance of like almost survival, like mechanics in it when you get to a planet where the atmosphere is too hot or too cold or something. Yeah. But that's also not really that well fleshed out. And uh, have you ever played like Prey or something?
1: Mm, I played a little bit, but not really.
0: That game had, like, great EVA mechanics where you go out into space and you, like, have to, like, push yourself around with different things and, like, you have limited oxygen and all this stuff. And there's no EVA in Starfield.
1: Much much more focused of a game, though.
0: Sure, sure. But it did have a lot of the same mechanics where you have to do a lot of looting and kind of craft stuff together and you need to get new abilities that will help you do different Mm -hmm. things.
1: My guess is the later planets might be a little bit more inhospitable and you really have to bring the right tool for the job where if you go on a planet that is like super hot, you have to have the right suit to be on that. Maybe there's a one that is corrosive and you have to have the right suit. And then once you're there, the enemies are harder and the, you know, but the loot is also more interesting or, or like has more valuable resources there. So maybe it's just a beginner thing. I haven't gotten to the end game, even close to the end game, or at least I don't think I have. So maybe that's...
0: It does make it hard to talk about the game because we get to talk about sort of the introductory experience, the first Uh 30-ish hours, right? Which (laughs) most games are like 12 hours and done, right? Starfield's like, oh, 30 hours, that's adorable. Like, so you've scratched the surface of the available content, which is the main selling point of Starfield. I think if anybody's gonna play the game and they wanna get sunk into it, as long as you can get past that kind of Bethesda jank, you've got just so much content, like an alarming amount of content. Well, we
1: were just well, we were just talking about I think last week where a executive at Bethesda was saying that he put 130 hours, and that's when the game really got started. I think
0: that was Phil Spencer from Xbox or something. Okay, where he was just like, "Yeah, I got early access because obviously I did, and I'm like 140 hours in, and I haven't even beaten like the campaign or or something." Or he's just getting into some of the nuanced stuff, and you're like, "What? 140 Mm -hmm. hours? Okay." So. uh, I
1: was worried by the, the, you know, you can beat the campaign really relatively quickly if you want to. Mm -hmm. And there's New Game Plus if you want to go down that path, which is cool. But now I can see why they were saying they're like 130 hours in and it's just getting started because there's just so much. The side content is really the meat of the game. It is.
0: It is. And I think what we're saying, too, is you can beat the campaign relatively quickly, as I'm starting to see now that you can just you can just fast jump super fast. But I think because the repetitive nature of those quests is so boring, it almost I think everybody just is like, all right, I'm going to take a break Mm -hmm. from grinding the main quest because it is a grind that I'm going to do the side quest. And then you just get stuck in with the side quest and all of a sudden you're 10 hours deep into just like becoming a deputy or something like that. and And they
1: are straight up like eight, eight hour long quest lines to finish off a full like faction quest.
0: Yeah. And it's wild and there's lots of them and you're and you're just like, Wow, this is great. Mm -hmm. Also, I've killed off characters that I'm like, they might have offered me some more stuff. There was (laughs) there was like that there's like a, a heist sequence on neon at some point and Okay. I definitely took the path of most resistance because I was getting bored. Just
1: blast. You just we would blast it. Uh-huh. There was
0: so much preamble and setup to basically this Ocean's Eleven style mission that, like, by the end of it, I'm just like, "All right, screw this. Let's just get the shotgun out yeah. and just start blasting." You. Know?
1: And and that's the pacing. It's it's hard to pace it out, and, but also make you feel like you're. It's believable. Yeah. It's a tough. It's a tough. Yeah, it's hard for them to walk that line.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, they they definitely slip up in certain areas. What do you mm-hmm. think, oh, man? I I look at it from the game engine perspective too. They're still using the creation engine or creation engine two,
1: yes. so
0: their ancient engine. It feels like it's lacking <laughs> in a lot. It of, does, especially on it's- PC. My God, I haven't seen a PC game, let alone a AAA PC game ship. Without like uh, full screen support and resolution options.
1: Like everyone's recommending that you have to bring down the render scale to 75%. It's like, what do you, yeah, I've never seen a game do this before. Yeah. Like, what do you, what do you mean 75%? (laughs) I can't get the full 100%? What is this nonsense?
0: There's a a guy who already wrote a DLSS uh, uh, mod for it uh-huh. and, and apparently this dude's making bank because he gets donations like i guess you can download it for free but mm-hmm. uh people donate to him and he's just making bank off of this dlss mine well, good people want performance in the game and it doesn't perform particularly well especially given the graphic qual- the detail's great but the actual lighting and visuals is not particularly great mm-hmm and the fact that it's loading into small instances of every situation, and you're still not getting good and performance. You're get, yep, mm-hmm. you're like this engine sucks. <laughs> like, yep. And they're making Elder Scrolls Six on it or something, whatever they're I, up to. I,
1: they're, I'm assuming they're going to be. I believe it on they that.
0: are. I believe they've already confirmed that they're using the Creation Engine for that. And I'm like, that sucks for people because. If you look at what modern engines are doing with Unity and Unreal, they've like perfected the asset streaming tech so that you can mm-hmm. load in the assets you're going to need before yeah. you get to the like crossover, or the transitionary period of the game and then you open the door and it's all on the other side because it loaded in intelligently and that's been like Unreal 4 and Unreal 5 progressing and progressing that tech and then you get then you hit the creation engine years after this problem has been solved like 10 years plus of like having really good games with very minimal loading. Uh, and then it's like load, load, load. Like you, you can, I docked at a space station, which in itself is a loading sequence. Then I get yep. onto the space station and I go into a door and it loads to get into that section of the space station. And I'm just like, yep. What the well, heck, not only man? So you
1: can be in your spaceship yeah and then you get out of your spaceship and it's a load yeah you can see the city outside but it's still a load screen that part is really frustrating to
0: me that kills my immersion so much yeah yeah because you just want to be able to walk up grab the the wrench that you forgot or whatever and then get back out on the planet but instead you're like hang on let me load now you're on the interior now you can access your inventory and do the stuff and now go load out of your spaceship again it's just that gets
1: into quality of life there's a lot of quality of life features that would just be so nice to have it's like why why do i have to talk to my companion to access their inventory why do they have to tell me every time like oh you'd like to access my inventory here's another dialogue thing i say every time and then you'll show i'll show you my also just why moving
0: stuff between your ship and your character why is it got to be annoying why do you have to go to your ship first and then find the like, oh my god, the u yeah. the user experience, UX, whatever you want to call it, is.
1: I've a hundred percent dumped like all, a ton of points into the yes, sca- not scavenger, but I know the what you're talking lit- about. Yeah, the weight one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody. Everybody
0: has because yeah. simply just having to sell your gear is a freaking nightmare. It's the worst process. That's trading, selling, storing, moving your inventory. And have five, like
1: five thousand uh, credits, so you can't even. So if you Go to a a dock, right? You're like, yeah. all right, I'm gonna sell some stuff. They only have five thousand to give you, so you're just like, I have to now. Yeah. Like, and it's not even clear. It,
0: it wasn't clear to me at first that I was selling my gear for no money at first. Uh, and yeah, because
1: it, it notifies you. And You're like, what does this mean? It's selling like, for not as much. Yeah,
0: like I'll read this when I'm done selling my gear, and then I'm like, oh wait, I didn't get any money.
1: I made, <laughs> I made nothing. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, And especially considering later on, like some of the some of the um, suits that you get are really heavy mm -hmm. and you just have like a couple of let's say you have like five weapons and then you've got your suit and your helmet and your backpack and all that weighs like 100, 100 pounds or whatever. And then if you don't have the perk that increases your inventory size, you're just like, that's all you can carry. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's that was basically the reason why I got into modifying the starship because i was like i need to put some more cargo on this thing yep. like let me Same just here. build a ship that has more cargo space and yeah and i like on one side i'm like i like that i can upgrade my ship to feed my specific needs but i don't think it's my specific needs i think it's everyone's needs it's like can mm-hmm. we just carry some cargo like why is the stuff i bring back in my backpack more than this giant spaceship can carry. <laughs> like the, the starting yeah. ship has like pitiful storage. It doesn't have a lot. You're like, it's huge. It's like, it's got crew quarters. It's got big engines It can travel across the universe. But if I bring a couple full backpacks worth of rocks That's I found it. on this planet, it's done for, you know, you're like, what? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. A lot of the mods, uh, like it's not, I don't think it's fair to expect a AAA game to 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 rely on mods, but you know so many people are just waiting for those mods to like make the playthroughs just enjoyable. Someone's going to come out with an inventory mod that's like, 100%. Yeah. We fixed Bethesda's horribly janky, inefficient, confusing, cumbersome inventory system. And it was one dude, you know. And you're like, "How did a I'm game sure, that spent you know, two hundred sure
1: plus that will just straight up increase your inventory space to a million? You can just carry as much as you want." And people will download it because they're like, "Yeah, I don't want to have to constantly just you're encumbered, you're encumbered." Yeah,
0: it's not a fun mechanic, and I can appreciate having limitations to the gear you hold, but you got to build a game that's fun around it, right? Like, I agree. Yeah, like make me have a fun decision in a mission where I can only get a certain amount of items, or I'm specifically going for something. Then I come back or I feel rewarded when I get cool upgrades that let me carry more or something. But yeah, man, the quality of life stuff is very, uh, I, I find myself having less excusability for Bethesda on this because they spent eight years making this game and over $200 million. And it's got like, wow, some quality of life problems that you're like, this is basic stuff, guys. Like this is really, really, really simple User interface design that should have been like figured out from day one as opposed to whatever this crazy malarkey system that they have where Mm -hmm. you've got like 10 menus you need to access to find out your resources, you know?
1: And each little thing isn't that bad by itself, but they kind of slowly add up. You're like, oh, yeah. like the it's like the UI at times. You're like, oh, the UI gets really janky, and then you have to, yeah. So it's it's just small things. Yeah, but if they just kind of tighten them up, it would make for such a more streamlined experience mm-hmm. when you're just trying to navigate.
0: Yeah, are move, you are you saying you around. don't like quantum jumping into a system? Then having that menu closed, then having to just open the menu right back up.
1: Right back up to to go to the actual planet? Yeah,
0: you're like, why am I even looking at my cockpit of the ship right now? Just keep me in the menu and drop me on the planet because... I'm literally going to do nothing in between this menu closing and having to reopen it.
1: Well, I think it's because they wanted there to be interactions in space. Yeah. But there's just not a lot of yeah. interactions scanning in space.
0: Yeah, scanning your cargo bay, okay? like uh, Yeah, it's like,
1: oh, good. Good, 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 good.
0: <laughs> I feel immersed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but man. I like it. I think the game's
1: solid. I know. I, I don't think it's a masterpiece. I, I definitely don't think it's a 10 out of 10, but it's a fun game.
0: It is. And I think people who get past who can get past the the Bethesda jank are going to get access to like a thousand hours of potentially like really cool gameplay. At least hundreds. Yeah. If,
1: if, if you get into it, you get it. There's easily hundreds of hours worth of enjoyment here.
0: Yeah. And yeah. who knows how much the mods will improve that. Yeah. What three months from now? It could be, like, a really pleasant experience if you download the, like, quality of life mod pack, right? Or you're just like, yeah. oh, it fixes all the jank that Bethesda didn't for whatever reason.
1: <laughs> because I think I'm at level 30 and there's planets, like, far off that are 75.
0: Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Dude, what is the level cap? Haha, <laughs> I said my name. Uh, I don't. In... I don't know. No?
1: I, I don't know if there is a level cap. I think you might be able to get all of the perks. Okay. That's what people are saying.
0: I don't mind that, to be honest. I always got annoyed when you got to the end of, like, a really intense RPG, and you're like, oh, I always wanted to try the, like, the double-sworded perk or something, but mm-hmm. I can't now. So I guess I'll just start I do it. think it's
1: cool that you can – because I'm, I'm a trucker, so I'm going into mm-hmm. space travel and research so I can make, like, a cool-ass – just I'm a really cool ship that has – research and we just move around the system like a trucker does um so that's been really fun i've been i've been enjoying that role play but at at the end of the day just give people the option to eventually get all the perks if they want to really grind it without having to start over from scratch or just allow them to respec that would work too but i don't think there's a way to respec
0: no i haven't seen it yet either there'll be a mod for it don't worry i'm sure there will (laughs) you know speaking of that actually reminded me is Uh, There was like a little Gamescom trailer or something that came out around Gamescom for a game called Star Trucker. And yeah,
1: I saw that. It Look looks cool.
0: cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'll play it's basically Euro Trucker in space, right? Yes. As far but as I could tell.
1: Definitely goofier for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, because it's it's literally like a like a, a truck. A truck cab in space. With like rockets on the bottom of yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. But it seems like it has a lot of personality. And I'm like, mm-hmm. ooh, I want to play that. And then I was like, is it going to have VR support? And I was like reading up on it. I'm like, this could be really fun, especially if it's got like Decent joystick support and other things to do and it seems like you're patching up your truck in space. You know, you got like little air yeah. air leaks and stuff like that.
1: uh-huh
0: It looks neat. I'm like, that well that one's definitely on my radar I than a little games like that. Yeah, it's cool. I've to been waiting for Star Citizen to, to little bit it's close but not
1: it's cool how much starfield is what star citizen is trying to go for in some respects like the whole you take out their engines and then you're able to board their ship but god i just want starfield i just want star citizen to find you know i just want them to fulfill their dream yeah fulfill their vision because starfield isn't it it's not no but there's there's like glimpses of it we're like yes if this was if this worked in star citizen it'd be incredible but it doesn't
0: yeah, and, and Starfield is really one of the few games where you can do boarding of an enemy spaceship and go yeah. on and kill the crew and steal their ship and steal their loot, mm-hmm. and like that is the game plan for Star Citizen. And technically, you can, it's just not nice, it's not a It's a janky experience. It's a janky experience.
1: Which is true for pretty much everything in that game. It's just not quite there yet.
0: But I will say, having been all over... Because I'm always on the Star Citizen Reddit. The the talk of the day is basically... I like Starfield, and it's made me appreciate Star Citizen so much more for innovating and going that extra mile to try and make the game feel seamless and high fidelity. Because... Yeah, like we are talking about Starfield is like loading screen, loading screen, loading screen. It's like you can do all the stuff-ish that they're talking about that Star Citizen is going for, like building a base on a planet and modifying your ship and having firefights in space, but it's all instanced loading sequence things and thus kills the whole immersion of it where Star Citizen is going for like, you're not going to load. Like this is all happening real time and you can EVA and just go over to their ship and take their cargo out and fight them over there. And it's all just going to happen in real time. And
1: I'll appreciate it when they actually do it though.
0: Yeah. That's
1: the thing It's like, yes, that's what they're attempting to do but another game studio has come along and they realize maybe that's not feasible and they've actually delivered a product that is working.
0: For sure. I I won't take I don't want to take anything away from Starfield's accomplishment in that they've actually shipped a working functional game that people can play right now and are yep. enjoying and will get hundreds of hours of solid gameplay out of. Like they limited their scope so that they yep. could ship a game.
1: Right. Yeah. Which is sometimes what you have to do. Yeah. You have to make compromises.
0: Yeah. Although I will say whatever reason they have for sticking with the creation engine 2 or whatever they call it is BS, man. Like, yeah. did you... Here's another interesting thing that's kind of related yeah. to this. Uh, CD Projekt Red. So they're not going to be making... I think this latest DLC is their final DLC. Um, and Phantom Liberty? Yeah. I need to turn off my pick up the kids alarm because that goes off in the middle of our podcast Everyone.
1: Everyone talks about wait, did he forget his kids?
0: <laughs> yeah, like, they did, just did... they can hang out there. No, obviously they're fine. Obviously, my wife gets them in today's Labor Day, so or whatever day it is. Is it Labor Day? Yeah. Something day.
1: The hell if I know. I don't even know when it's Christmas. We're
0: we're content creators. We uh holidays do not
1: apply. is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a holiday, baby.
0: Yeah. Not really. Oh man. But so um, CD Projekt Red, is, they're not going to be making more DLC because they're switching their entire massive studio over to Unreal Engine. Mm, because it's be a lot of the to do that. Red Engine or whatever... Uh, yep, Red Engine. Red Engine. It's, it's a great engine. Obviously, it looks amazing, but they know better than anybody else what its limitations are, and they're probably looking at what Unreal can do, and they're like, well... If we're going to make the next witcher game or whatever game like let's put it on let's put it on something let's put else. it on unreal let's put it on something that we know is just going to get progressively better and is very easy to work with and has all these mm-hmm. cool features rather than spending a ton of time trying to upgrade our engine to have all the same features
1: and that probably will help it when they are hiring new people too mm-hmm. because once you when when you have dedicated people that are staying with the company for decades then they can master your engine But if you have new people coming and new, you know, fresh people, they're having to learn the engine maybe from scratch. Yeah, they might be really great on Unreal, where everyone, you know, everyone knows Unreal if they're in that industry. Or not everyone, but you know what I mean. Sure. If, If if you have standardized engines that a lot of people are comfortable with, I feel like that would just streamline it for those people that are
0: new. Absolutely, and it's it's a less attractive a uh, job for a game developer to come over to CD Project Red and use their proprietary engine and then you're like well now I want a job at a different company and they're like well what's your experience i can use this engine that nobody else has right which is uh, obviously if you're a talented programmer or a talented modeler or animator out. like those skills do transfer pretty well But if you're an engine developer or like a level designer or somebody who's connecting all the like little scripted sequences together and triggering things at the right time, I mean, sure, the process will probably be somewhat similar in other engines, but you're not, you're going to have to relearn the engine. And Unreal is not an engine that like any one person can fully know. It's so complex and takes forever. So if you're doing the same type of learning with, uh, the red engine. I mean, that sucks. You know, like that's a that's a skill set that's going that's not going to get you anywhere else. You know, it's only valuable at that company.
1: And I'm not saying Unreal is like the best because I'm sure it has its own problems. But that's cool. I'm glad that they're yeah. they're they're transitioning. I think that's I if if they think it's the right call, I can I can get on board with that.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's if you think about it, it's this is how I see Starfield is is like. There's definitely graphical limitations to that game. Had they built it from the start on the Unreal Engine, it probably would have looked significantly better. Unreal Engine takes Epic takes 5% of your cut of your profits once you sell over a million dollars worth or something. It's only 5%. Yeah, it's not that much. Huh. So you get
1: I'm just so I'm just so used to the world of content creation where it's like
0: <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's it's like <laughs> distributing on Steam. That Steam takes thirty percent right, right, right off the top. And you're like that seems extreme.
1: Seems like a lot because it is.
0: It is. I think Epic Game Store takes ten or fifteen or something, but they they cut it way down. And well,
1: they're also trying to wedge themselves into the market. They they want they want to be a choice.
0: Yeah, it's competition, and I you know as for as much people want to hate on having all these different game distribution platforms, um the consumer is going to benefit and the devs are going to benefit because if the devs can sell their game for a little bit less because they're not losing 30% to the distribution oh, good platform good point then consumers can get it or if the devs sell it for the same $60 price but on epic game store and they make more money well i mean most of these studios especially the indie studios put a lot of that back into their games or the next game or something so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: or just to pay their
1: bills because they're indie
0: yeah yeah for sure man so Mm -hmm. yeah as uh, it's easy to hate on epic or ea or whatever or blizzard you know for having their own launchers and stuff but the competition is is competition is is healthy for this thing yeah and I like Steam. I it's a good platform, but um, yeah. it's a lot. It's too much, I think, uh, for some people. Also, do you think Starfield is going to be more popular than Baldur's Gate 3? Because in the early access, it's already topped over 248,000 players on Steam. Oh, really? Do you think that's going to spike a lot more? Or do you think they really just hit all the hardcore fans with the early access bundle? That's
1: tough. That's actually really great. That's a great question. It might get more. It might. Because it's it's Bethesda, and it's got some hype behind it. And I think the people that are playing it now, there's, while there is definitely criticisms for the game, I think a lot of it is also very positive. Mm-hmm. And that goodwill and that uh, word of mouth will spread. Man, it got up to 200. How much? 250? I think
0: like 248K is where it's peaked. And it hasn't really gone down. It's stayed in like the 240s. It's stayed consistent. Because obviously it's a huge game. Lots of people are just... Throwing thirty plus hours into it right away.
1: Well, it's it's gonna go a lot higher for sure.
0: You think on day? And there's day. also
1: game. It's Game Pass too, so it may not, it may not, it may not uh, uh, outdo Baldur's Gate because it's gonna, Most people that are probably waiting for the game are gonna play it on Game Pass. Yeah, and they're not gonna buy it on Steam even if it is sixty dollars. So it will go up. Yeah, but I don't know if it. I don't know. Does it really matter?
0: No, I just think it's interesting, uh, and yeah. I thought it'd be interesting to get your take on it because you played the heck out of Baldur's Gate 3. I, I skipped that one uh mm-hmm. just cuz I didn't have time to do it. Yeah,
1: it's a long 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 game.
0: Uh what do you what did you, what have you enjoyed more so far, Baldur's Gate or Starfield?
1: Baldur's Gate hands down. It's yeah. Not even close. Okay. Yeah. Baldur's Gate is my game of the year. Baldur's Gate is one of the, my favorite games now of like ever.
0: That's awesome, uh, it's that dude. That good.
1: Yeah. It is it is incredible yeah so it like i'm enjoying starfield i think it's fantastic i'm really or it's it's just it's a really solid experience yeah fantastic might be a bit a bit of hyperbolic but people on my very very first stream people
0: were like is this game of the year because i don't know why so many 10 out of 10 and 9 out of 10 reviews have been dropping those have been surprising me a bit but i'm like this is definitely not game of the year like it's fun and there's lots of content but it's
1: it doesn't need to be game of the year to be just a great experience yeah and that's what i think it is it's just a great Pe- fun experience people like
0: to get caught up in that stuff though they because, do. I mean, there's
1: competition it's like my game's better than your game kind of a thing
0: yeah yeah
1: but i do think for me personally baldur's gate 3 is my my especially for an rpg is my game of the year compared to starfield
0: yeah it seems mm-hmm. like your dream game since it's like fantasy and fantasy kind of
1: but it's not just it's not just the dragons level cap No,
0: you like those there's dragon people. people i do what there's so many races in and i can't keep track of it like there's a lot They're they've just mixed people with every kind of creature
1: <laughs> yeah because if you have you have humans and then you have elves then you will you have human elves right you got half elves right
0: high elves gnomes, dwarves, dark high elves,
1: elves mm-hmm, drow
0: some things yeah i don't
1: dragonborn
0: yeah the dragonborn and then uh <laughs> well yeah there's cat people in the movie. Are those actually in the D&D thing?
1: Uh, they weren't. I didn't see any cat people, but maybe. Do you remember
0: the scene in the D&D, in the Dungeons and Dragons movie where the paladin comes to rescue the cat baby out of the giant fish?
1: I actually don't remember that. How
0: do you not remember that Oh, yes. That scene? No, okay, yes. Yes, okay. I <laughs> do.
1: Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do.
0: <laughs> so there's cat people. Are there cat people or no?
1: Uh, not in the game that I can remember.
0: Okay. Or but an, it's a big game. Yeah, yeah. You just think there it's is a
1: flying, there is a flying tiny elephant, and he's a detective, <laughs> and he he tries to solve murder mysteries.
0: God, I don't, I don't actually know all that much about D d D. I always thought it was a little more like Lord of the Ringsy in terms of like being a, maybe more hardcore fantasy, but it seems way goofier. So,
1: well, it is goofier because it's all in your head. It's sure. It's, it really comes down to what is your DM and what are you with your other players? What kind of game do you want? You can make a right. hardcore, gritty, maybe Lord of the Rings style campaign, I or see. you can just go around and do whatever you want because it's all in your head, and that's all that matters.
0: I just assumed that there was books and novels that were like trying oh, to is. set the tone of the universe or something.
1: There, there is. Okay, and they do try. They do, and there's there's a book with hundreds of different monsters and. And the races, and and the, you can go into the nitty gritty detail of, so if you want to follow it to the letter, then yes, it does have a world, and you can follow that, but you don't you don't have to, and most people don't. Okay. Or a lot of people don't, I should say. Yeah. It's their own world.
0: That's uh, yeah. That seems to be the magic of it. Mm-hmm. Would you like to uh, pivot into other game subjects? We've been talking about Starfield, but it is sort of the talk of the town.
1: It is yes. Is there anything you had in mind? Uh,
0: there was something we mentioned on last week's podcast, or maybe it was during the Q and A session. I think uh, that we had afterwards. But there's there's like to bring it back around to Battlefield, our poor old game. Um, mm-hmm.
1: The one that brought us what's the one that brought us together.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, I'm saying it's a poor old game because it just it ain't what it used to be, man. Uh, Fair. But there's a uh, the thing that's kind of been flying around the community for the past month or so is a streamer uh by the name of ash i think it's ash battlefield or something like that who's an extremely good helicopter pilot like i think you i you probably remember from bf3 bf4 days like there's like the top the top five percent pilots and then the top one percent is like god tier ridiculous yeah Yeah. he's one of those top one percent god tier guys that you're just like, what is he? He's threading the needle. It's like a he's...
1: completely different game.
0: Yeah. He's not playing the same game other people are playing. We're like, there's yeah. a guy over there, shoot him, and he's just like flying upside down through tiny He's
1: like he's doing like a loop and then on the the bottom he's strafing you and like, you know, mini-gunning the ground yeah. and then he's like looping around again. It's like, how are you doing that precisely?
0: There's yes. there's one guy that does like these maneuvers i don't know if this is the same guy but he'll switch to the side seat of the chopper headshot snipe somebody with a sniper rifle then switch back into the pilot seat and like blow up a tank i'm like you're man, just
1: kids are built different these days I I, Bro, I, I
0: I know we were all like we blew up a helicopter on a dirt bike how cool is that yeah. and these guys are like that's like every day for me you know and you're like okay <laughs> get out of here yeah. with your rendezvous crap man they're getting, uh-huh. they're getting too crazy man Anyway, so
1: what? So what about this guy? Okay,
0: so crazy good at piloting. Um, I would personally hate to be in a game on the other team from him because yeah, it would just—he's just that good. Yeah, you, you'd be trying to shoot him and you wouldn't be able to. Like it just—it's mm-hmm. you know, not going to happen. Uh, so he basically gets dedicated like trolls that come after him every single day, and like attack attack him in the games. So there's like a coordinated effort to just ruin his rounds so there'll be like 10 dead i don't know how many it is it seems like maybe 10 guys are just like i
1: think i saw i think i saw a clip on this a while ago yeah they're just trying
0: to lock him and hit him with missiles all all i
1: heard was was just like the millions of different lock-ons yeah Yeah. when when, he was not getting taken out
0: yeah he managed to avoid a lot of it but he he can't really do much because he's as
1: you shouldn't be able to, right? Like, right. Because, because, yeah. Like uh, you're supposed to not. It's a counter to a vehicle, but go on.
0: Yeah. Well, so uh, uh, he he posts about it, and other people post about it, and say like Dice needs to do something about this because he's getting harassed because he's getting trolled Yeah. Uh, endlessly. And you know, support your content creators, support the people who are showcasing your game and actually trying to make it. You know, they they chose to make it their primary game. And then, in, in this, they're giving you some publicity, so you should support these people and maybe. Well, come not up.
1: even just publicity. It's like you, you shouldn't have people sure. harassing other there people. There should be
0: anti-harassment tools for anyone, yep. rather whether right. or not you're a content creator. I'm just right. I always frame it through a business angle because I'm like these companies don't have morals. Com- they like yeah. I'm like here, it's money, you. guys. You guys now understand that. Uh, <laughs> but I thought it's an interesting subject, and I think it's. I brought it up last time saying it, I don't think it's quite as cut and dry in that because you're like, how do you possibly argue the other side of this, right? Yeah, this... I'm
1: curious I'm curious to see the other side of the story. Yeah. But...
0: First of all, I don't know Ash. He seems like a nice okay. dude, very good player. I don't know him at all. Um and I don't huh. know any backstory. I don't know if he's like been mean or or there's been some build up to the trolling that's like being You know They're... it on a surface level. Yes. Yes. I've just seen his content. Um DICE built a game that from the very start, I've said, has had terrible infantry versus vehicle interactions. Like, having played all the previous Battlefield games, there's been fun balances between infantry and vehicles. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think BF1 maybe hit the apex of, like, where every class could at least plink away at stuff. You know, snipers could load a K-bullet and shoot out the wing of an airplane that was diving on them and take them out before they... They actually got to do their. 5. What's out?
1: My favorite is Battlefield Five. Mm-hmm. But go on, keep go, going. Go, go yeah,
0: Sorry. No, yeah. So you get all these cool things, and you could disable parts of vehicles and do all this stuff. Where you're like, "Oh, I'm going to try and get this vehicle, so I'm going to disable the turret or the treads or something, you know, and sneak up." And there's been very cool dynamics between infantry and vehicles, and it's the better games do a job, do a good enough job where if there's a pilot that's just dominating. Enough people on the other team will kind of band together and do what's needed take to take them down. You know, mm-hmm. you need this sort of this ebb and flow of it, and you don't want a game to finish where one dude is like two hundred kills or a hundred kills and no deaths on top of the scoreboard. Right. That's, right. I think, that is a problem with game design, and I think twenty forty two because. Of its terrible launch and so many of the talented players sort of abandoning the game for other for greener pastures if you will uh, it hasn't really been either tested to the full extent or when it does get tested by the high-skill players the balance breaks down completely where you're just like oh this guy can dominate the whole time so dice hasn't balanced the game out in a fun enjoyable way where I best sniper in the world should be able to occasionally headshot out the best chopper pilot in the world. Right? Like it feels like that would be a fun dynamic, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel like that's really possible in the way that it's set up right now feels almost impossible versus versus how many times that chopper pilots going to kill the best sniper. If, if you get what I'm saying, so
1: what are, are, are you saying that the game is the game itself is making it where it's too easy for someone who is at the skill level to just dominate and ruin a lobby because they're just destroying everyone? And so, while you're not, I'm assuming you're not condoning him getting harassed by these people right. and following him around, uh, you also can share in their frustration that. Like banding together to take this guy out seems reasonable because he's just a menace, and it's silly that he can go on the streak. and you need to have these many people to be able to tr- take him out and and stop his reign of terror,
0: yeah. And I don't want to say easy because he is god tier skill. like right. right. His right. achievement yeah. is really incredible, but also because it is a large scale public game you're going to find, it okay, maybe there isn't anyone on the other team that's at his skill, but what if mm-hmm. three good players come together to try and fight him? They should be able to kill him, right? Like, it shouldn't take more than that, but the game really does seem to indicate that you need, like, half your team focus firing this dude down it's silly. to just I, drop him. I completely him. agree. So I think it's, it is on dice, but it's on dice and more than just a harassment enforcement system of like, they
1: need to do something about the harassment. Yeah. I, th- I think they, at least from the little that I know of this, like no one should be harassed in the game. Yeah.
0: I mean, they all games should have the battle bit type harassment report system. Like it's, it's fantastic and they deal with it super quickly. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden you have a game with open comms for 200 plus players in the server and people are being relatively nice. And you're like, what's happening here? And like, Oh, it's because they have a good, like harassment reporting system. Uh, But I think also on top of the harassment thing, DICE needs to – they need to do vehicle balance in their games. Otherwise, this is going to happen and the community is going to police itself, which is what it looks like right now. And it's not good, right? You got trolls and harassers trying to stop people from – I wouldn't call it harassing but dominating a server which could feel like harassment if you're on the other team and you're like i've been killed by this chopper pilot like 20 times over
1: and it feels like there's nothing i yeah. can do to and stop it feels him.
0: like i like it like using a stinger against them is a joke right he's just yeah. gonna like flare it and go behind it's been my biggest yeah.
1: issue with the more modern battlefields is that their air to ground is horrible balance mm-hmm. uh even back in like battlefield four and Battlefield three the reason why i always used the straw back then was because i could sometimes snipe a helicopter yeah and it felt incredible because Cause I knew how difficult it is to, you know, their, their, their reign of terror. And then they nerfed the straw and then they nerfed it again. And so now the straw is like worthless at taking out aircrafts, which I get, they wanted it to be used for ground vehicles. But then the only alternative is the stingers and the Igla and those just, they're boring. It's like, I don't want to have yeah. to sit there and lock and just like, Oh, okay. And then fire and It's like, that's just not interactive. It's very, very And then somebody it's very gets binary.
0: the last hit and you don't get any yeah, points. It's just not fun. Yeah.
1: The reason why I love Battlefield Fives balance, at least when it comes to aircrafts and, and ground too, is that there's the Faust, mm-hmm. which is a reasonably skillful, reasonably skillful, um, but you can just take out planes constantly. Just just yeah. flying by, you get it, they're gone. One shot. They're out of the and sky. And if
0: one pilot has been going on some crazy runs, all of a sudden a bunch of guys start spawning in with Fliegerfost and now he takes two or three hits as he's coming by and he's done for, you know? So, right. The players can have a a reasonable reaction to getting dominated by air that is effective,
1: and they can't just avoid it by, like you know, yeah. crazy. I and mean, they can, and there's 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 just a lot more. I just feel like there's a lot more going on with the skill and the and the and what the interaction of the pilot and the person on the ground with a Fleigerfost or an equivalent gadget compared to Battlefield 2042 with a Stinger. Yeah, I, I I just don't like the, the yeah because if you have a good why is it always mini birds why is it always the the, the, the little, little bird hello yeah the little bird
0: it, it's always that because it's highly agile right yeah. so the attack the helicopter old- which you don't ever see in 2042 because it's right. just a sitting because everything's trying to balance to kill a little bird which is like darting all over the place and then the attack helicopter has no chance it just right. gets hit with all of uh liz's guided rockets immediately and just like explodes right and which and those things can't hit the the little bird cuz it's too quick, you know, it's too easy to dodge them. So, that's why that's why it's always that thing.
1: And I do sympathize with DICE cuz they have to balance with they have to balance anti-air for the little bird, the transport helicopters and jets, and all of them travel at different speeds. Mm-hmm. Some are slow, some are fast. So, I just wish that they would maybe change the damage on I don't I don't know, but it is rough.
0: It's a hard I, problem to solve, and I think it is hard. I think Battlefield games specifically have to nail that as soon as they as early as they can in their development. Uh otherwise you get a bad gameplay experience. And the the historical games have an easier time because you don't have helicopters to deal with. So all yep. you have to do is figure out a way to like make bombers and For fighters somewhat yep. fun to fight against. And yep. BF-1 was great. You could snipe pilots out. You could use cable lists to disable their engines as they came by. Uh, you could use anti-tank grenades on a low-flying bomber and like hit them with the grenade. Uh, there were the positional anti-air cannons. There were- And
1: while you personally may not be able to just drop them by yourself, it's, it's the fact that you're actually contributing to that mm-hmm. thing getting taken out eventually. Yeah. Right. Or, or if the pilot is getting
0: a little too aggressive and they do a yes. close flyby on an anti air cannon and somebody happens to be in it. Well, okay, sorry, you're getting shot down, right? There's right. There's a little tit for tat there and that's just so important to have in a battlefield game. You can't let one people, one person or two people get into a vehicle and then dominate 30 people. You know, like if those the 30 people have to be able to come together in some meaningful way and mm-hmm. or I less agree. or less rather. But I agree. I thought it was an interesting thing. Um uh, Obviously, his story should get some attention and I should pay attention to it on two fronts, which is the harassment front, but also the game balance front, because you can stop these harassers, but it doesn't stop the fundamental problem, which is that he's just going to dominate servers endlessly without people being able to fight back against it.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. It's, uh... Yeah. I
0: agree. You
1: agree? You agree? Okay. Oh, God, my back. I don't know what... it's. This sucks about getting old. I literally woke up, and it's just like... oh. oh.
0: You tweaked it it's all tight. working I tweaked... out, though?
1: Yeah, and maybe that's...
0: Did you feel it the day of working out, or did you feel it the so next I, day? So I kind
1: of... I, I felt like I went a little bit too hard on the exercises. Like I did some back exercises. Right. Mm-hmm. And then um, I did like lower back too. And then I think it just kind of ripped like a ripple effect up, up my back. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just an old man who literally just wants to lie down and take a nap.
0: Back is the worst. It's the worst injury. Cause you can't, it affects everything. Everything's affects, attached literally. to your back and you're just like, yep. it all hurts now. Yep. Getting old sucks. Um, this is the old man podcast, gaming podcast now. And, um, the back especially is like the thing that when you start getting older, it's like, "Mm -mm." like your back, your back's just like, I'm not going to do what I used to do. Just
1: even moving your arm. You're like, Oh, that now it hurts that. Okay, cool.
0: Awesome. Also, uh, I hear I'm not a scientist or a physical therapist, but I hear that sitting down all day and playing video games is actually not great for your back psa I won't be
1: changing my lifestyle based off of that information PSA, how, how dare you
0: you're welcome everybody who's listening how you're welcome dare you? for that free medical advice <laughs> you can skip your next doctor's appointment
1: um i mean that also is so on on the on tweaking my back and then sitting around playing starfield for like eight hours plus probably hasn't been the smartest thing i could have done but I still want to play video games.
0: Yeah. I I think maybe 5 years ago, 5 6 years ago I was having some pretty intense back problems and I just like went through everything. I was like I'm getting a new mattress, I'm getting a standing desk thing, I'm doing all this. Uh, I'm getting like a different chair that's like set up for things. I'm going to move around every 15 what And a lot of it worked actually. Um so
1: be small things yeah. all i can say is it's hard to be a gamer truly this is evidence it's, just, it's hard being a gamer
0: i think we're kind of like construction workers really you know <laughs> you know they're out there hauling bags of cement to the job site <laughs> yeah dodging yeah. rebar falling from cranes and stuff mm-hmm. i mean we're it's the same thing for us
1: it's pretty much the equivalent one for one you mm-hmm. know
0: women can't get enough of us <laughs> They're cat calling us on the street all the time
1: When way do you go outside yep yeah. which is rare yeah
0: yeah Right. But they always see right. us because of how pale right. we get. You know, they're right. like, what? we're like a beacon
1: in the night. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, they talk to me because I'm handing out sunglasses to everybody. I'm like, I'm sorry. So sorry. So sorry that I'm blindingly white. <laughs> That's what I bring to the beach, Matt. Just a bag full of sunglasses. Sunglasses. Give to everybody. You're
1: so you're, you're very conscious of it.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm a nice guy. I don't want to ruin their like their nice blue ocean and stuff, you know. <laughs> Is that a sperm <laughs> whale no that's just a youtuber <laughs> it's so white <laughs> that's how i describe, how I I describe I my getting, body like, i know you're
1: getting older i didn't think you were that big though i'm a no. whale if you're not then come on you gotta be nicer on yourself than that
0: i know i know i gotta i gotta do <sighs> what you do which is actually a workout but yeah. it's
1: tough you just gotta do it i just gotta kinda, do it i do a little do
0: bit of rowing from time to time that's good but not as much as i should Maybe a couple days a week. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just do it once every other day. You'll be good. 30 minutes. Boom. Knock it out.
0: Sounds good, man. Just knock it out. Yeah. So last year... Oh, you know, speaking of back pain, uh, last week I went to a San Francisco or a New York City event. It's either San Francisco or New York. Yeah. For payday three,
1: which is... And how'd it go?
0: Fine. But man, five hours on that plane and... I will say I, I've been spoiled by COVID, as a content creator. I know. Oh, Matt.
1: I was like, what?
0: I've been spoiled, man. I just it's been <laughs> like, so where good is this to me going? in every regard.
1: Uh, it treats you right, huh?
0: No, but for a little behind-the-scenes stuff, for content creation stuff, and you don't do this as much because you're mostly streaming now. I
1: have been affected by it though, too. Yeah, I'm, I know what you're. I know what you're referring to.
0: Uh, big studios will do these big promotional events. They'll want you to come out and play their game in person because yep. if you do well, it remotely, reasons. they couldn't possibly hype you up enough or something. I'm not really Could sure. be
1: security reasons too.
0: So they stopped doing it over COVID obviously because of all the lockdown restrictions. So instead all these big companies started doing remote events and they would just give you, A key you installed it on steam or whatever and then you watch their little promo video that they put together telling you about the game and then you get to record it and play it and that's how you would get early access or early footage to a game uh
1: it made it very convenient it
0: was so nice dude like i and that's why i got spoiled i'm like this is the way it should be and hopefully all these developers will see how much money they're saving by not having to fly people from all over the world to their little capture events and they'll just continue doing it remote. Yeah. And as you said, Nope, Nope. Nope. It's getting, they're starting it back up now. And it's tough because I want to play play day payday three. It's a game that interests me. I think there's a lot of fun that can be had from the four player co-op bank robbing experience on apparently the unreal engine five or something when it launches sounds good to me i'm excited i don't want want to to fly for five
1: hours one way well it's
0: not only that the the travel days are a whole day of work essentially oh yeah yeah. you're you're missing
1: an entire day
0: packing unpacking prepping getting the airport early dealing with transport to wherever you need to go
1: traveling is awful
0: so it ends up becoming three days and yes. then the actual capture time of playing the game is two hours. <laughs> it was two hours? Look, uh, it was a lovely event. Not ragging on the payday guys, but just a little behind the scenes stuff. And like, you're just like, I'd like to play a little more than that. <laughs> two hours? Yeah. So a three day event comes down. I mean, there was more stuff going on. I tweeted a I'm little sure bit. sure there of, was. They put on a whole bank heist play.
1: I saw the video of Twitter. Yep.
0: Yeah. Super crazy thing. I've never seen anybody do that before. Um, It's pretty neat. Yeah. (laughs) I was talking to some of the producers and they're like, woof, like, yeah, this was really expensive, but uh, it's really cool. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I bet it was. You guys flew people. There's people from the UK there. There was people from the West Coast there.
1: This thing is, I can't imagine because Two Angry Gamers
0: showed up, Mm -hmm. didn't they? Yeah, I talked to uh, Tommy and Bong.
1: That's even a longer trip for them.
0: Yeah, I think it's, for, I, I think it's seven or eight hours. hours of flying. And then yeah. that's obviously not the day of because who wants to do that the day of? And yeah. then you have the recording day and then you fly back the next day. And it's And It's rough because I see my content like I can't produce as much content when I'm taking three days off in the middle of the week. You know, I'm trying to prep ahead of time. a little bit after, but now that I'm a dad, I can't do like 18 hour days back to back to back to like make enough content to cover the gap. Yeah. So I'm just like, ah, man, it's hitting even harder now that these events are going back on. And I'm just like, yeah, everybody says the same thing though. They're all just like, yep, we would love to do this remotely. Love to capture it all. Did you
1: at least have fun?
0: I did. I got to um, hang out with, I got to meet a bunch of content creators that I hadn't met before. I got mm-hmm. to hang out with Operator Drewski, who's nice. He's now becoming, I'd say he's like an old friend now almost, you know? Oh, good. Although he's yeah, very young. You've known him for a long time. Yeah. So Operator Drewski, and then I got to see Big Fry and Karma Cut, who's like a... Karmica? Karma Cut, I think karma cut i've talked to him a bunch in the past but we've never met um he's a milsom guy but and a bunch of other content creators so it's always fun meeting people in person because that goes a long way i think also I, i i chatted with blue drake um oh yeah you remember blue Drake?
1: i do remember blue drake yeah yeah
0: we had beef like way back in the day and we we had a good chat about it. We put a lot well, of good. it behind us. You
1: actually talked to him about it back at the event. Yeah,
0: I did. Um, you should have seen the look on Operator Drewski's face. He was terrified that I was, like, getting into this stuff. He's like, why oh, are you bringing like, up are this stuff? What are you stuff? doing? Be civil. Yeah, and I was just like, I don't want to have, like, weird stuff under the surface. I'd rather just chat about it. Get it and, out in the open um, and
1: just get move past it.
0: We had a good conversation about it. And well, so good.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember him just giving us weird grief for playing certain games, and it was really bizarre. And I was like, okay, well, all right.
0: Yeah, I don't know you. It's one I don't of know those. Why you're me it's grief. one of those things where it's just like communication goes a long way, right? If people yeah. just talk to each other and be civil about things, then we're
1: all just people. We're all just trying to live this, you know, live live our lives. Yeah, we don't need to give you, We don't need to make it harder on each other.
0: Yeah. But that was nice. That was a little yeah, therapeutic cool. for me. You know, I was like, oh, hey, I didn't imagine I'd ever run into this dude. But now that he's here... It's let's...
1: so different when it's in person because then there's there's not a screen yeah. hiding Yeah, you know, and you're, hiding not,
0: you're not thinking of witty comebacks to post on Twitter or something, you know. It's just face-to-face. Yeah, you're just there chatting it up, dealing with your yeah. stuff. So that was good. Therapeutic. Overall, a good trip. Um and then I come back. Did you do it again? I mean, not the exact same trip, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. And I probably would have pushed ahead. I, I, you never know what you're getting into, right? You're like, are we going to be playing yeah. for eight hours, one hour, two hours? Like, if I had known, I would have been like... It'd
1: be nice if they would relay that information more.
0: Yeah. But at the same time, these big companies, they're like, we're not going to tell you. Because they wanted us to be surprised by the big bank Surprise. heist thing that they set up. Mm-hmm. Um, Which was surprising. Actually, here's an interesting thing that I was expecting to happen, which didn't happen. I was expecting somebody to have a panic attack because they didn't tell us that they were going to reenact a bank heist in an actual old school bank, which is where the event took place. So (laughs) the event's happening and then armed people in masks come into the event. (laughs) And I, I you know, they had the payday masks on. So if you knew pay- Yeah, but if you didn't know for exactly. certain it's just like I was like there's definitely the some hell? there's definitely people here who've never played a payday game before. So if they didn't know <laughs> I was looking They're, around, yeah, I was like start, somebody's yeah. somebody's like three seconds away from like having a full blown panic attack, like and just like losing their crap and yeah, uh man. Also it's America. There's a lot of concealed. I was gonna carry say it's people. a little
1: like if people aren't aware, and then and someone, yeah. And the mm-hmm. they
0: did a big security pat down before getting into the event. Oh, okay. Which, well, that's yeah, that's good. Yeah, but you're like, man, if somebody missed something or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking halfway, thought it halfway was through. I was like, this could go horribly, uh, but I think a lot of people were kind of catching on to what was probably going to happen because we're like, why are we in this giant bank with a giant vault and like all this stuff, like. You know. I'll
1: have you know, I, I was a part of a uh a robbery when I was uh, so when I was uh an eight 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 years old, seven years old, I went on a train to uh the Grand Canyon on a train. Yeah. And and then uh some cowboys showed up. Um they were all stinky and they were on horses and they uh they robbed the train.
0: What are you talking about? <laughs> Is this a our... my parents
1: My parents took me on, like, a road trip, but uh, we went on a train, and then we we got robbed by uh, bandits.
0: Uh Uh-huh. So, was this, like, a a fun thing that they did on the train I was,
1: like, seven. I don't remember. It was at a good time, though.
0: I mean, was it a real train robbery? What happened? No, it was a fake train robbery,
1: like what you were just describing.
0: (laughs) I was trying to... I was trying to... (sighs) I was amazed you know at first. I was like, I'm amazed that there's still train robberies and let alone that they would <laughs> use horseback. This seems insane. I was trying to come up with a situation
1: that was similar to yours that I have a similar experience.
0: Well, so I was we can thinking, bond
1: over this similar experience. You That's know, all the doing. desert
0: and the way to the Grand Canyon. Like, I mean, yeah, you might want a horse there because it's uneven terrain. You take a car in there, you're gonna get a flat in like a second. Radiator's gonna overheat. You bring a horse, you can you can go into the canyon. You can do an escape yeah. route through the Grand Canyon. Yeah.
1: But that was straight up like 25 years ago. So
0: yeah, well, that's when all of your um, outside experiences happened, right, man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before yes. you became a full-time yeah. content creator and you it you actually you scarred shut me. And that's door. why I stay inside now. Yeah. Oh, is that?
1: <laughs> that was the reason.
0: It's good to get some of the, all your backstories coming out, Matt. <laughs> this is some Bethesda-level backstory you got going here, man. Like, so
1: why are you such a hermit? Well, back in my well, day... Matt, you have
0: to stare directly into the camera. Yeah.
1: Back in my day? Don't move anything else. Yeah,
0: <clears throat> yeah. Let's, let's never unlock eyes, and you mm-hmm. will just, with no prompt, start telling me intimate truths about yourself. So made. that we can bond, Matt. This is the bonding section of the game. This is where we develop emotional connections so that if I die mm-hmm. at a later point in the game, you will be like, huh, huh, it's not Ko or whoever, or I don't know.
1: And there are characters that do die, and I don't want to spoil anything, but I felt nothing. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I just got to a point where somebody died, and I was just like, Yeah, good. Now he's not going to bug me with his annoying prompts in the (laughs) middle of a mission. I felt joy when he died, Matt. Yeah. Seeing his body slumped over in a pile of blood, I was like, good.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: Good. I don't
1: think I had that. I actually,
0: well, no, I didn't know. It wasn't that, no. Actually, you know what? If, and I don't know if this happens, it probably doesn't happen, but who knows? It's a huge game where I imagine that lots of different things can happen, but if that robot dies, I'll feel bad. I like the robot. Vasco? Yeah, Vasco.
1: You like him so much you can't remember his name?
0: Uh, Roby, Robbie, Robbie, the robot? I think his name is Vasco. Va- it is Vasco. I mm-hmm. couldn't think of it out. I'm not good with names. Uh, you had to remind me before we started too. the podcast. I was like, "Uh, it's an M. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Matimio? Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, there yeah, it is. yeah.
0: I think that's a, uh, a solid spot to wrap things up. Um, sounds good. I'd like to thank everybody, all of our old and new Patreon members. We seem to get a couple every episode and it's always nice to have people on it. Uh, for those of you who are watching this, the many thousands of you who are watching the live stream right now. Uh, thank you for coming yes, by
1: thousands of you. Mm-hmm. If
0: you become mm-hmm. a Patreon member, you get to watch us live stream the podcast and mess up along the way. Um, and you also get to do a Q&A after the podcast is over, which is nice. Uh, it's a good way to help support what we're doing here. We appreciate it very much. And uh, closing thoughts, Matt?
1: Uh, my closing thoughts are I love you. Love you too, man. Thanks, buddy.
0: All right. We love you guys too. Peace out.
1: Take care.